Welcome to On The Beat, a monthly podcast brought to you by the Broward Sheriff's Office, Parkland District. Hi, I'm Chris Mulligan, your host and captain of the Parkland District. During each episode of On The Beat, we'll explore topics like crime trends affecting our community and provide you with tips to ensure you don't become a victim. We'll also talk about ways to keep our community beautiful by discussing code enforcement issues. And along the way, we'll talk to deputies, residents, and even a surprise special guest once in a while. Hello and welcome to this month's episode of On The Beat. I'm Chris Mulligan, your host and captain of the Broward Sheriff's Office Parkland District. So October was Return to School Part 2. As you know, this month we began with students actually uh, in class. And this is usually a a busy time of year for us here at the Parkland District in August when um, the kids go back to school. The city and the district co-host an event called Parkland Night Out, Get to Meet Your SROs. The last two years we've done that event. It's been a really successful event up at Pine Trails Park. We brought a lot of different district resources in there. The Coral Springs Parkland Fire Department has participated with us. And it's been an opportunity for both parents and students to come into the PREC and actually get to meet their SROs for the coming year. Unfortunately, uh, COVID is the new norm, and so we were not able to hold that uh, event this year. But I thought it was still important that we get an opportunity to hear from our SROs as we start with students actually back in the classroom. So I've actually, uh, I have a couple of special guests here with me today, uh, two of our SROs, uh, Deputy Jerry Volpe, who is the longest running SRO in Parkland. Uh, Deputy is the, uh, Jerry is the uh, SRO at uh, Riverglades Elementary School. And also with me is Deputy Dean Seymour. Dean is the SRO at MSD High School. And so we're just going to talk a little bit about what it's like to be an SRO and talk about uh, some of the things that we can expect to see moving forward now that students are back in the classroom. So first thing, gentlemen, thank you for joining me today. Appreciate that. Yes, sir. Uh, so let's start with you, Jerry. So, uh, Jerry, how long have you been an SRO? Uh, this is my uh, 20th year as an SRO. As you said, I've been here a long time, and it's been a real pleasure. Uh, I love being an SRO. And so, and you're, just to be clear, you're 20 years, you're an original Parkland deputy? I was. And you're, you were a deputy back then as well? I was, and I was an SRO back then, and I've functioned in all three schools, uh, whether it be elementary, middle, or the high school. So I have a, a good breadth of experience. All right, awesome. And, and uh, Dean, uh, how long have you been an SRO? Two and a half years. And where, where were you before that? I was in Deerfield Roll Patrol. Okay. So, uh, Dean, you kind of have a, a little bit of a, an, an interesting story. I mean, how is it that you, you found your way to MSD? After the shooting, I did a lot of, um, every district had to send people up to Parkland for, uh, you know, to keep the scene and, you know, um, just keep things going. And I realized um, what a great community, what a great community it is. Um, I met a lot of the high school students and I uh, really enjoyed them. All right, so that kind of uh, did did you had you ever expected to become an SRO in your career or no? I've never even thought of it, but you know, meeting the students it opened my eyes to a new um, field or a new uh, line. So. And if I uh, if I remember correctly, you were actually the first um, full time SRO assigned to the school after uh, the the incident, correct? Yes, sir. Okay. 
Um, Jerry, let me ask you a question. So how do you, how do you see your, the role of an SRO now? So we, we've kind of moved into the 21st century and, uh, you know, we don't have to really get into all of the, the tragedies that have happened across the country, but so there's been a, a change there. How, how do you see, uh, for somebody who's been a deputy for an SRO for 20 years, how do you see the, the role of an SRO? Well, clearly when I first started, if I can remember all that way back 20 years ago, um, being an SRO, the qualities that they were looking for as to getting to the SRO program were people that were self-reliant and had interpersonal, excellent interpersonal skills, uh, so that when they went into the classroom, they had the ability, and luckily for me, I already went through instructor technique school, so I was preparing myself to be an instructor. So when I had the opportunity to become an SRO, I wanted to get in the classroom immediately and start teaching programs. And that was one of the um, important things back then, the emphasis of getting into the classrooms, building the relationships with the students, having excellent communication, not only with the students, but the parents and the faculty. And while that's still very important today, um, things have changed and now we have to not only think about getting in the classroom and building relationships, we have to more than ever protect our schools. Now that has always been a priority in the past, but now there's more of an emphasis that we make sure that our schools are safe. So that's really the change that's happened. It's just a transition. We do the same job, we just may have shifted our priorities a little bit. So, so that's a good point, Dean. I mean, uh, you know, we keep beating Jerry up here on, on, on his experience or length of experience. That's all right. Dean will catch up with me. <laughs> but for somebody who's come to this, you know, relatively new the last two years, how much has your world changed from when you started to, to say now? Um, it's a big difference from patrol to law enforcement. I mean, patrol to SROs. The school resources are members of the uh, law enforcement communities. You know, we teach, we counsel, we protect the school. Not all students have a positive role model at home. We have to fill that void. And like Jerry said, you know, we have to be mentors, friends. We have to build trust and we have to protect them. So, and, you know, it goes equally. Throughout. So, so here's an interesting question as a follow up. So you're in a high school, Jerry, you're in an elementary school. Between you guys, who do you think is, has the easiest job? I wouldn't say that either one of us has Yeah, let me, let me rephrase that, just, just to be clear. When I say easiest job, I mean, so you, you're both um, dealing with, with students at, at, at very different levels in their behavioral development. Correct. So you're dealing with young, uh, Dean, you're dealing with young adults who, you know, by the time they're seniors in high school, they're, they're pretty much who they're going to be for the most part. And, and you have, to some extent, Jerry, you have a, a blank canvas. So how do how, which one do you think is easier to, to work with? Well, I like working with the older kids, you know, the adults. It's more of a, it turns into a friendship than, uh, you know, just being a cop at the school. You know, you look forward to the graduations, the proms, the homecomings, the football games, basketball, soccer games, lacrosse. You just build that relationship with them. And it's almost like you're the parent, you know, because I have kids that age. So, you know, you know what it's like and you enjoy seeing them grow up. 
So it's kind of like watching your own kids grow up to exactly. a certain extent. And you, you know, when you mentioned you know things uh, that you do at the school, uh, what a lot of people probably don't know is you don't just go to school during the day, but you also attend things like homecoming, prom, you know, you graduation. So you're yep. there with those students at a lot of their milestones as well, right? Correct. Yeah, I volunteer for it and just go and just be part of the community, part of the school. So Jerry, again, getting back to you, you have the, those younger, more impressionable, more open-minded kids. How does, how does that work for you? Well, the way I look at it is, is that I am probably the first police officer that they're ever going to meet. And so I want to start that relationship early and build that level of trust. So basically for me is initially breaking down that they're a little like skittish because they don't know me they see all this imposing equipment and I, I want them to know that I'm just like their dads uh, I go home at night you know I have a family and I want them to feel comfortable so I start that building relationship and although it's a lot different than Dean where where they've already come to a level of maturity that you can have a better interaction but what I'm doing is laying the foundation and then the middle school uh, deputies are building on that foundation and then luckily Dean gets almost the finished product. Would you guys agree that um the one of the main cornerstones of the SRO project, uh, you know, process is exactly that: is to to develop those relationship with with children, beginning at an early age and following all the way through into high school, so that when so obviously partially that is is to to make them better citizens, but also to help them as they as they progress through life to help them interact with law enforcement in the event that they need to. Definitely at the school. It's so much different because you're building more relationships and building trust with the students. And that way, you know, it leads into the adulthood. And, um, you know, it's a lot different than policing and the normal patrol because you have a lot of one-on-one -on -one and you can actually shape someone's future with uh, just being positive and steering them in the right direction. So uh, let me shift gears a little bit here. and. In, uh, we kind of may have talked a little bit about this, but I, th I think we've kind of covered the, the, well, what do you guys find the, the most rewarding part of your job? And, and I'll start with you, Dean. Well, just working with the students every day. That's the most rewarding. And like I said before, building a relationship, building a trust with them and uh, seeing them grow up. Every since I've been there, the following year, the seniors, I've had several come back just to visit, you know, which is pretty impressive that they would take time out of their day just to come say hi. That's See how awesome. things are going, tell them about college. So that's got to make you feel good. And in, in, in those respects, it makes you, unlike a lot of times in law enforcement where we may not feel that we necessarily had an impact on somebody, you definitely know when that happens that you had an impact on somebody. Definitely. Then Jerry, what do, you, what do you think? Well, I feel that way also because a lot of times that I have the fortunate chance to go out to the high school and I have actually high school students that recognize me. And that's, that's really great uh, because I know that I've, built out foundation and made that impact uh, but what I find really rewarding is is the fact that I could work with the school administration and identify some kids that truly do need mentoring now like in my personal story uh, my mother was a single parent who raised me and I was fortunate enough that I had some really good mentors some good male teachers some coaches uh, that you know kept me on the right path. 
And, and that's one of the things I like to do as a school police officer is I want to be able to build those relationships and try to mentor kids that might not have the fortunate uh, to parent uh, a stable home. So uh, I really enjoy that, uh, that I get to know my students, I build these relationships, and you know, when I go out to high school, maybe 15 years later, they're like, hey, Deputy Jerry, I remember you. And then we talk and we talk about some of the things that we would do in elementary and the things that you see me do, or like being in the cafeteria and being kind of silly and stuff. Like can still sing that song. Right, right, the, the song I taught him. Every time I got high school students <laughs> singing the song, I remember the song. So, so one thing that, as, as you guys are talking, that kind of strikes me is, is, is you know, pretty awesome. And we're all cops. And, and as I said, we tend to, sometimes we feel like we don't necessarily, you know, we, we get into this line of work because we want to, we want to help people. We want to do positive things. And, and we, we sometimes can lose sight of the fact of whether or not we've had a, that impact on people. But what I'm hearing you say, Dean, is that, you know, you, you kind of get that ability because people will come back and they'll, they'll tell you that, you know, they'll come back and they'll visit and they'll make a point of, of finding you. Uh, and, and so you get that sense. And then, and then Jerry, for you, I think it, it's really interesting that you have an opportunity given your personal story to kind of give back to, um, or give something back to the community and, and, and sort of, you know, make sure that, there's somebody out there that that might be in a similar instance to you gets the same type of support that right. you were given from somebody else. Absolutely. All so right. I'd just like to add one thing too, and the students also, like they can't wait to introduce me to their family, their mom and dad, their cousins, whatever, and uh, the parents always say, "Oh, you're the deputy." They're always talking right. about. And so I, that's nice to and hear I, too. And I think it's great because we do go back out on the road patrol in this district, that, and that helps us keep our skills fresh, but. Uh, both of us, when we were out on many calls, it would be their uh, parent would go, oh, Deputy Seymour, you know, would recognize, or, or me, and we would kind of laugh back and forth, you know. Um, Everywhere but, we go, we meet people. We meet people. I had your kid in my car. Yeah, right. So let, let's uh, let's kind of shift gears a little bit here. So we talked about the most rewarding thing, and obviously you guys are, are poster child uh, poster children for why we get into to police work. But let's talk about what do you guys find the most challenging thing in in your job? And I'll start with you, Jerry. One of the uh, challenging things is is that obviously anytime you're dealing with a disciplinary issue uh, that is being handled by the school. And I'm a parent myself, and I know the emotional component that goes into when you feel like your, your child um, may have had an incident at school that should be handled by the school and the parents. And uh, then the parent wants to come and try to interject law enforcement in it. And just being able to communicate to them in an empathetic way that although... I'm with you and, and I will try to support you. This may ne not necessarily be a law enforcement matter. So that's one of the challenges that I face, but I think that because we have such good relationships in the community, that when we explain our reasoning and our thought process, especially at my level, because uh, there's, uh, unfortunately there's some SROs that haven't been trained to like the Broward County Sheriff's standards. And you see this where they, put a, a kindergartner or first grader into handcuffs. And that's just not what we do. We're not gonna do that 
um, type of law enforcement. So that's one of the challenges is just letting parents know what we can do, what we can't do, and making them happy with the resolution of the problem. So not only educating um, you know, the students, obviously, on, in, in terms of what you do in developing relationships with them, but more challenging is developing those relationships and, and educating the parents. Absolutely. Dean, what about you? Um, the worst part for me is dealing with the students that make bad choices that affect the school community and their future. So I let them know, you know we can rebound from it. We just got to get on the right path. And, you know, I have an open-door policy, so if they ever need to talk, a parent, anybody, you know, it's uh, open for discussion. So we all make mistakes. We just have to learn from it and, you know, take a better path. In, 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 in your instance, because you're dealing with young adults and, and some of them may be getting close to being, you know, legal adults, Correct. their mistakes have much greater consequences for their future. Definitely. And even if uh, juvenile records affect them going to college, you know, getting uh, dorms and scholarships and stuff, too, so it affects it. And so that's a snowball. Did not interrupt you, but that's one of the things that I think is really great um, when we have these programs like the Civil Citation, that we don't ruin kids' lives for, you know, just simple things that, that shouldn't be on their record. It shouldn't affect their college because... You know, we all make mistakes when we're kids. We don't have the, um, you know, the maturity or the thought process. All right. Um, so last thing I wanted to ask you guys is there's been a lot of talk about um, defunding police. And, 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 and part of that is taking SROs out of the schools. Uh, what would you say to somebody who, who would advocate to taking SROs out of the school? And uh, whoever wants to go first. Well, I'll let you because I've been kind of <laughs> monopolizing right. the time. Anytime, anytime. I said I would challenge them to come to school and see what we do, talk with the people we work with, you know, on a daily basis related to the positive impact, not only on school safety, but the relationships and, and the future. Sounds like you've given that a lot of thought. Yeah, of course. Jerry? Well, I definitely agree that safety is the number one priority. We are there to quickly respond to any emergency, whether it be not even law enforcement, but we were trained in uh, simple medical things that we can do and interact before the, uh, the medical uh, paramedics can get there. But I would tell anybody, this is a very bad idea because currently right now, and unfortunately, uh, some of the things in the media has portrayed officers in a negative light. and having kids you know school resource officers in schools actually is what better way to mend um, the distrust between parents and, and communities by having a police officer in that school and they see that we're good people now there's bad apples in every career but having a school police officer that you see every day you see deputy seymour he's out there he's directing traffic, he's handling problems, he's waving to you. You realize that we're not bad, we, we're good people and we're here to help you. And, and I think our what we do is we make it easier for, and I'm sure you would agree, Captain, uh, the men and women that are on the road because if we can change the thought process at a young age, it impacts how we deal with them uh, when we're out on the road. We have better interactions, we have better contacts and that reduces, you know, um, any chance of having a bad incident happen. 
So as you guys have kind of said, the, the common theme throughout here is developing those relationships early and then continuing those relationships as they, as they move through the different grade levels so that at the end of the day, interacting with, with law enforcement is, is not something that, that's only done under stressful situations. It's, it's, it's the norm because you have developed those relationships and you've learned that, you know, in, in terms of the SRO, they're not just guys who wear uniforms. There's, there's somebody in that uniform that you know and that you can trust. Right. Yes. 100%. 100%. Well, listen, guys, thank you very much. I appreciate your time. And, and we ran actually a little bit longer than, than normal. So for those of you that are listening, I appreciate you hanging in there. And just uh, we'll quickly close with some of the, the things that I want to remind people of. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter. Our Twitter handle is at BSO Parkland. You can also sign up for updates for us from Nextdoor. And also, you can email me directly. Our email address is parkland at sheriff.org. That's parkland at sheriff.org. Uh, if you feel like you want to have a conversation, call me anytime. You can call me here at the district. The number is 954-753-5050. That's 954-753-5050. Once again, my name is Chris Mulligan. I'm the captain with the Broward Sheriff's Office Parkland District. Uh, I've been joined today by Deputy Jerry Volpe, the SRO for River Glades Elementary, and Deputy Dean Seymour, the SRO for Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School. Thank you for joining us, and we'll see you next month.